Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, doing, guys? Sunday wrap for the weekend. Another game, another blowout win for our dominant team there. And, and the Eels come with come away with a 36-10 to 10 win. Obviously, the first half was actually fairly close. The dogs were in the lead, uh, but you know, they ran away with it very quickly, the Eels. And, and I think the, the dogs lost someone to the bin and... And that was kind of, I think I called game, game over there. I think it was 22-10 at, at that time, and it, it was always going to be game over um, with that one there. So here we are, Moses on the return. So 87 in you know, a game after a few lighter games for him. I think a few people would have actually got rid of him, and, and then he picked up a 70-odd and an 87 over the last two. And, and this shows why you don't move on these types of guys. Like, you know, Moses is someone who has averaged 55 to 60 over the last bunch of years, you know, since he's become the dominant you know, playmaker in his team there at the Eels, and and with them, you know, playing pretty well, he's going to get a lot of uh, a lot of goals and, and try assists in the odd try there. So, you know, pretty pretty dominant game for him with only one error. I've had even had three force dropouts to go along with with the rest of his game. So, he's someone who's going to be one of the premier halves, definitely in the top five. You know, behind you guys like Cleary, Hughes, um, you know, DCE, those types of guys. There, I think he's going to be a fourth or fifth best. Uh, across the season so someone that I, f- I think a few people should be targeting after round seven or eight just with him being at 646k he's actually lost to 120k on his starting price from last year and is averaging 55 which you know provides you a price around 710k with that average there so yeah definitely an option for anyone going forward Isaiah Papali'i playing 80 minutes through through the edge of the middle and another really perfect game for him nine tackle breaks 234 meters and 29 tackles just for three misses so He's someone that needs to be a staple in any one side, averaging 64 and at a 715 price. As I said, that, that sits you around that 54, 55 average. So you've got him undervalued there. Obviously, after a couple of uh, a couple of lower scores, a couple of 30-odds and, and a 50 there. So that's him there. Marshall King, a few people are like, well, why, why isn't anyone picking him up? He is obviously really cheap, and he's scored two 60s in a row. And, and, and that's why, because he hasn't played for so long, and he's never been a keeper. You look at he's got two sixties in a row and his average is forty seven point eight. So that means he was in the in the low forties, you know, leading up to those games. He's only played what three or four games with one hundred uh, about four games with one hundred ninety one points. So um, yeah, not not someone that you want to be looking to target. I understand that he's not playing seventeen and 
and you know, with all the hookers that aren't going very well, Jaden Braley uh, among among a few there. He's someone that people will be interested in targeting. Yes, the dogs are playing a bit better, but I don't think that Marshall King's going to be a viable option just for the fact that he's at an awkward price and he's not going to be a keeper by the end of the season. So that's that there. Nathan Brown with one of his better games of the season. Campbell Gillard, 57 as well, and Sean Lane. So three guys that aren't real big targets this year, and I don't think we should be thinking about them. Gustafson with 55, so a really strong average, continuing his amazing season. And and again, one of the one of the top sort of five to six wing fullbacks uh, this year, and, and will be a great target for anyone heading into around eighteen, I believe. Uh, with with him not being sort of touted as a chance of being an Origin, unless there's going to be a heap of injuries, I think that that's when you decide to pick him up as one of those guys at the back in your team. Josh Jackson, a few people still been talking about fifty four there, so a decent game with seventy minutes. Uh, we can't really complain with that. But again, just someone that I think is just a tier tier below some of the top guys, and I think you can spend up in a few weeks and kind of just get through this next little period with, you know, with those wing fullbacks and all those guys that are, that are absolutely dominating and then, and then upgrade to a top gun from there. I decided to pick up Avrilo at that 670 price point and just had an okay game, an okay game, no attacking stats, one goal. So really if, if your, if your center is, is doing that, then he's going to be an absolute gun. So to get a 48 without doing much, obviously just the, just the six in negatives, you're really, you're really happy with that. And when they play a slightly lesser team, he's going to get some attacking stats and get back into the, you know, the 50, 60-plus scores. So happy with where he's at. Someone I'm not too happy with is Madison and just the amount of minutes he's been getting. So 59 minutes is not enough at this stage. And, and Papa Lee is the one that got the 80 minutes this week. We thought that at least one of the back rowers would get it. And then, yeah, seeing him go off in the 60th minute was uh, a bit annoying. Just not hardly running the ball, which, again, could be partly to do with the concussion that he's, you know, that he suffered and, and you know, the multiple concussions he's had over the years. So, unfortunately, is what it is with Madison at the moment, losing a lot of money off him. So, 17K down this week, and that's off the back of a big score a couple of weeks ago. So, really annoying if you own him. And what to do, the question is, and and if he doesn't play, if he continues to not get big minutes next week in round 16, especially after a week off, then I think he's probably a sell because he's not going to be a top-tier gun. And that, that this included a try as well. So, you know, a great score through 59 minutes. He'd be looking for a 60-plus score, but if he's not getting that 80, then he's not going to be a top-line gun. Uh, Thompson was a bit of an interesting one with 46 in his 46 minutes, so scoring really well, but then had the uh, sin bin. So without that, he's a 53 in 46 minutes, so the PPM's incredible. I think you just hold. Just just not don't stress too much with Thompson. I think he's going to continue to score well. Uh, Joey Lussick, so got a little bit of a rest, but I think Nathaniel Roach ended up going off a little bit earlier than he may have... Uh, they may have been thinking and, and had a bit of a knee issue, so Lossie came on probably slightly early, maybe five minutes early, and picked up 41 in his 58 minutes. So uh, if you picked him up, good to see him make his first real price rise at 41k there. Dylan Brown, another lower score, which just drops his, um, drops his price down a little bit. So we mentioned to see if he can have a couple more lower ones, and you pick him up under 600k in round 18 or something like that. Uh, Russell on debut, another incredible haircut. Does anyone jump in the comments, guys? Do we think... Uh, Pappenhausen started the the mullet movement this time around, you know, this in this uh, day and age, or is it? What did it come from somewhere else? Did, did Pap start, it, you know, get it from someone else? Because seriously, it's just growing and growing. Every kid you see these days has the uh, has the dirty mullet. So there you go for Russell. He loved that on debut in about fifteen years. We look back at that haircut. <laughs> um, Adam Elliott with thirty seven. I think he could be out for a bunch of weeks now after that. Did he get a head knock? Can't remember. But um, yes, we're scoring okay. Who else we got? It's really it, isn't it? Oh, hold on. Where's my boy Opacek that I played? There he is. 13. Even better. Can't wait to 
to look at my team and go through that one. I decided to play him over Manu and didn't take the 34. So there's another 21 that I missed out on. But yeah, 13 points. I think he's finally a sell. And 335k he lost this week. Only 433k now. He got over 500 uh, before having a bunch of lower weeks. So that's a bit annoying. But yeah, that's that one there. I think he's definitely a sell now. Moving on to there's so many good center options. So go for it. Uh, that's that with our first game, guys. We'll move on to the last one. And this is an absolute masterclass, wasn't it? I was sitting there watching this game with my mate. It was 24 to 8 at half time. 24 to 6, whatever it was. Um, yeah, 24 to 8. And I was like, I think this game, if they once Manly get some ball in the second half, I think it's going to be 40 to 24. And so it was fairly close, even outdid my um, outlandish call there. So yeah, Tommy, Tommy Brown with three tries, three tries. So this obviously killed my week because I don't know Tommy, but the people squad does, and they're going to get all the focus this week. But 15 trades, I think we're ranked about a thousand overall now after a close to a 1200 score. So yeah, awesome work for for the people squad and Trevojevic. He's just incredible to watch. And if you don't have him, like myself, it's almost getting to to Cleary level if you don't have him. So yeah, he'll he'll have to be in my squad in round 18 or 19 whenever he gets back. So it's going to get through one more week, unfortunately. Uh, another crazy score for Ruben Garrick, averaging 49 now and. Can't believe he's, he's more pricey than some of the gun halves in the game. It's incredible. Four tries, four line breaks. If he kicked his goals a bit better, he'd be even better. But, um, yeah, special from him. Uh, Dave Fafita with a 65. So got a try there. Pretty simple one for him. Eight tackle breaks. Just hates breaking tackles. Is anyone else continuing to notice how, how poor his defense is and, and how uh, his scramble? I, I just don't think he has it. His, his effort plays aren't really there. So he's a bit of a bully, I reckon, in the front, you know, uh, one-on-one there. But then... Just struggles a little bit on defense. I understand not everyone can be good on both ends of the on on the at both ends of the field, but that's my take on him. And he actually ended up getting dropped to the bench for for the Queensland score, which is interesting. Maybe a bit of a kick up the ass. Uh, Tino with fifty five and his sixty eight minutes. He's really improving as a as a fantasy scorer at the moment, but it's obviously a bit too late. I wouldn't be touching him at the moment. Just Cherry Evans with fifty three, a solid game. Didn't have to do too much when he got Tommy absolutely doing everything. But yeah, two tries, this and a try. 200 kick meters, just enough to do too much there with you know four missed four missed tackles, three penalties. So that's that there. Uh, Peachy just had his hands on the ball a lot, a lot of sideways running, three tackle breaks, and, and two little kick try assists, which was good for him. But then yeah, they just fell apart in the second half, so he didn't do as much. Paseca Hager was that line breaking run. The boys absolutely loved it when they end up scoring there. So that was that was good to see. A bit of morale boosting for the for the Manly boys and Foran's been really really strong. I think no, not, we're not going to talk about him as a fantasy option, but. Just as, as, you know, it's good to see him on the park playing some regular footy and doing really well for for the Manly boys. Uh, when we talk about Fogg, so again, it's just the good and the bad for him. You take the 92 and then you get the 43 when they get absolutely pumped. So one try assist, only 82 kick meters was interesting when you see Ash Taylor making 260. So I don't like that at all. I think I think Ash Taylor's really fallen off the cliff with his form, unfortunately. Um yeah, and they keep going to him in, in attack and yeah, not doing too much. But that's that. Uh, Marty Tapao, a lot of people were talking about. So a game where there's, what, 80 points or something stupid? Is that right? 80 points? Yeah. Then yeah, the middle forwards aren't going to do as, as much. So he's still 176 metres, 27 tackles. But um, happy with the minutes. Just, just didn't get the... Just didn't get as many tackles and just not as... Yeah, there's more, it was more just him have a hit up, then we'll get it out wide and, and kill him on the outside. So that was that. Olakuatu with a try as well becomes a fairly interesting option playing, you know, obviously close to the full 80 at a decent price, was under 400k this coming into this week. But just the thought of, you know, Sirenen and, and Schuster coming back is, is more my worry with Olakuatu. So he's really improved as a player and I can see him being a, a good fantasy option probably going forward. 
maybe into next year, but I don't think this year is, is that is that correct year, I think. Um, yeah, so just think about that. Lawton, if you own him, he's still making a bit of cash, but I think you'll have to move him on soon. He's starting to get closer to his peak uh, in price. Probably, hopefully, wait uh, until the end of round 17. You can move him on from there. Dylan Walker, I really like. Not in fantasy, but as a an option off the bench. 20, 30 minutes coming on, the fresh legs. I think he's really relish, uh, relishing that role and, and really dominating that. So, yeah, I'm liking that with him. Uh, Fodder Waker came off the bench in this game for some reason, which was interesting. So he only makes seven seven k. I still think he's going to be a pretty solid option after round uh, 17. Jaden Campbell was really strong. Hey, I, I, I really like him as an option. It'll be interesting to see what happens with him and Brimson and how they how they try to use each of them over the rest of the year. But you know, going forward, where where will Campbell end up? Because I think he's going to be good enough to play NRL, which is good. Um, and if you picked him up a few weeks ago, you've got 86k in price rises. You know, obviously, a few extra games than, than we might have thought of. So, well done to him there. Uh, Greg Marzu with two tries there. Just a bit of a lower game in terms of tackle breaks. So, you'll take his 35 and the 40k jump. You're now up 111k. So, well done to anyone who picked him up. And only issue is you don't have him in 17. So, that's that there. Uh, Harper, I think, had a really strong aim in defense, especially on, on Fafida, but just, yeah, the, the lack of run meters and he wasn't part of all the uh, the amazing try scoring, which sent, tended to happen on the left, or they go straight to Saab and, and he kind of runs around them there. Uh, yeah, so annoying, but has been really strong, and I, I like him as a player. Keep him at least till 17 and work it out from there. Uh, who else we got there? So Lockie Croco, 20 points in 80 minutes, so just, you know, missed a bunch of tackles and, yeah, didn't have to make a lot even though he did make 34, but I just mean there so many points in the game. This wasn't his type of game, but two two penalties and you know 22 negatives is a killer for him. So annoying, and I think he holds till 17 to move him on. But yeah, it's just it's really what we've noticed at the moment is hookers are just not really a strong uh, option in this game, which is which is strange. When you go a little bit lower, we got Kelly, and he was someone that I actually think had a pretty solid game, especially in that first half. But just you know 84 meters, 12 tackles, not really anything to to get excited about and, and 12, uh, 10 in the negative side of things. So I think if you've got Kelly, he's probably a sell, like very similar to, to what Opacek's doing at the moment, just that up and down, like a decent score, like a 40 or 50. They just don't have that ability at the moment to hit the 60, 70, like you know, the Ramians and these and Avrilos, these types of players can. Bird, for example, a bit more consistent. Um, so at that price point, I think it's they're ready to move on. Maybe it's a cash down option in, into round 17, but um, you guys can work that out there when we go through. Obviously a little bit of... Uh, Slower with the videos this week. We'll, we'll elongate them along across the week with all our uh, analysis. We'll do a, a little bit around the Origin teams and, and maybe talk about some some of the you know the, the fantasy games. I know they don't do them anymore in in our fantasy, but maybe like a draft stars thing or something like that. Might try and uh, hit up one of the draft stars guys and get a little try and get a little sponsorship through them, and, and we can do some uh, some of the yeah the match day fantasy stuff, which will be cool. But there you go, guys. That's the uh, the Sunday wrap. Let me know how you guys went. I know there's a lot of scores around 1,200, which was, was cool. And you probably only made a, a few ranks getting closer to 1,200. So an incredible week uh, going forward. And uh, I hope you enjoyed this, guys. Please do like and subscribe if you do. It's the best way to support me in this channel. Uh, and we'll catch you in the next couple of videos, guys. Have a good week. We'll see you soon. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. 
United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.